I'm Nash, and this week we're going all the way from the 20th to the 26th of November. There she blows! Starting with the 20th of November, 1820, mm. an American ship, it sinks. And you'll never guess why it sinks. Um, there was a hole in it. Um, there was. Do you know who <laughs> put the hole there? I don't know. Holy McColson. No, try an 80-ton sperm whale. That's exactly what I was thinking. That was, yeah, That's exactly, Holly McColson. Right? So these guys on this Essex ship, right, that was sailing in the, in the ocean, yeah. they're hunting for sperm whales. And they come across oh. a sperm whale who's like, nah, nah, I'm not having any of this. If you want to hunt me, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hunt you. Yeah, right. So the sperm whale gets its comeuppance, gets its revenge, sinks the Essex. Well, then what it happens does. next? Well, there's 20 people on, on the ship, 20 crew. Yeah. And they have to make the 83-day journey all the way to the coast of South America. So do you think they survive? Um, well, I mean, some of them had to have survived. Otherwise, you wouldn't have this story. Yeah, right? that's so. true, actually. So, do you know, rather the question should be, do you know how they survived? Um, I don't know, they food and water and they rationed up things nicely? Um, they rationed up people nicely. Cannibalism oh. is the answer. They actually uh, ate each other. Oh, very nice. I don't know, would you do that if you were stuck on a boat for 83 days? Um, desperate times call for desperate measures. That's... Good, note to self, don't get on a boat with Nash. Yeah. November 21st, 1976. This is the day that Rocky premieres. Oh, what a film. The greatest underdog story of all time, not just on the screen, but behind the scenes as well. Okay. It was a true underdog story for Sylvester Stallone. Tell me, how? Okay, so Sylvester Stallone, he faced a whole bunch of challenges getting Rocky off the ground. First and foremost, production company didn't want him to play Rocky. Right, They yeah. wanted an established actor and someone who didn't talk so strange. Yeah, that's fair. But, you know, would it really Adrian. be Rocky? Yeah. Would it be Rocky without Sylvester? Of course not. The thing is, he wrote the film. So right. that gives you the divine right to star in, I yeah, think. 100%. Yeah, 100%. And he wrote the sequels as well. Right. But here's a little funny fact for you as well. Before Rocky, Sylvester Stallone was a struggling actor, really trying hard to make ends meet. And um, one of the ways in which he did this was by starring in softcore porn. You know what's funny is I've actually heard of this. I'm not surprised. Because, <laughs> thanks, but it's, it's called Party at Kitties and Studs, which is uh, mm. an iconic name Enticing. for Rocky and Rambo to star in. <laughs> Several shots were fired as President Kennedy's motorcade passed through downtown Dallas. 22nd of November, 1963. The nation, no, the world stops because jfk he's assassinated we all know the story you know lee harvey oswald sitting up on the sixth floor of a building shoots down jfk as he's doing a a nice convoy through the city of dallas yeah and jfk dies fatally wounded by these shots 30 minutes later he dies yeah and subsequently lee harvey oswald gets tried, convicted, and, and then assassinated himself, ironically, by mm. a, a Dallas nightclub owner. What's interesting about JFK, it's not the curving bullet, which is, of course, one of the theories about JFK. Yeah, It's yeah. all of the conspiracy theories. So there's one about a guy with an umbrella who's actually directing the entire assassination. He's just, like, standing there with a black umbrella, just, like, saying, hey, Lee Harvey, now's your time. Hey, mm, other mm. secondary shooter, I know, controversial, mm. now it's your time to shoot. 
The Umbrella Man just said he was a heckler. He said he wasn't orchestrating one of the biggest assassinations in the history of the world. Exactly what he would want you to think. Exactly, exactly. There's a lot of other theories. Um, theories about, you know, a second shooter on a grassy knoll, um, someone working with Lee Harvey Oswald. And then there's the bigger theories. There's the CIA killed him. The KGB killed him. Mobsters killed him. Or, my favourite, yeah. Vice President... Lyndon Johnson, he was actually the real orchestrator behind all of the killings. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. Well, either way, the truth, whether it is a conspiracy or not, the fact that JFK got killed so publicly, that's interesting in and of itself. It is. And hopefully we find out exactly how when Trump uh, releases all those documents. Yeah. Or maybe he already has. Bum, bum, bum. Careful, we're going to get killed. <laughs> it's just a bird that I'm, a, you know, I have affinity with. I'm attracted to. I like to, I love the stature. November twenty second, nineteen eighty six. Mike Tyson. He becomes the youngest ever heavyweight champion in history, of the world as well. Well, well, yes. Yeah, I think that's how it works. Heavyweight <laughs> champion of the world. Yeah, hundred percent. So, how old is he? He's only twenty years old. It's pretty young. I mean, I'm twenty four, and I've. <laughs> My greatest achievement is that I haven't managed to crack the screen on my new phone. Oh, that is good. That's it. Definitely not heavyweight champion of the world. Definitely not, not at even all. lightweight. Come on. Now, what's interesting about Mike Tyson, along with his, you know, propensity to nibble on people's ears and oh. his tattoos, yeah. is that he has a love for animals. He does. Doesn't he have like three Bengal tigers? I'm not sure how many he has, but I know a Bengal tiger will set you back about $70,000. Yeah, that's a lot of money. But his love for animals goes back to when he was around 10 years old. Right. This is a piece of boxing folklore. So Mike Tyson burgles a house, and with the $100 that he steals from a house, he uses it to buy some pigeons. Well, I think that's fact. I'm pretty sure he did that. Yeah, he did that. Okay, okay. but here's where the folklore <laughs> comes in. So apparently Mike Tyson, he takes home these pigeons, but... Some group of kids, they managed to find his pigeons and kill one of them. Yeah, quite sad, right? Drama. But then Mike Tyson, he erupts in the way that only a future boxing heavyweight champion could <laughs> and punches this guy in the face, knocking him clean out, and, you know, the rest is history. He knew I, from that moment look, that he would be a champ. I don't know if the rest is history. He goes to jail quite a bit before he's 17, and then he goes to jail later on in life. I think it's just violence is, like, his middle name. Mike Violence Tyson. Sounds, yeah. has a ring it's, to it. It's kind of fitting. I wouldn't say it to his face. Oh. <laughs> 24th of November, 1859. One of the most famous, and I would say monumental, Pieces of literature. It's Definitely, published. You know what the sad thing is? Is that it's really controversial. That's the sad thing. But anyway. It is. That is The Origin of Species by none other than Charles Darwin himself, the father of evolution. Yeah, totally. Now, he writes this book all about evolution and survival of the fittest and all the important things you need to learn in science and know about science. And he writes it in a book. Yeah, why we look the way we look, why we have five fingers, five toes. And why we should never have kids. He writes that all in one book, right? But what's interesting is that the original title, the OG title was On the Origin of Species by Means of Natural Selection or the Preservation of Favoured Races in the Struggle for Life. It's a 
It's a, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a bit of a mouthful It's there. a mouthful. And it On the origin of species is enough syllables as it is. Yeah, I know. So that's just way too much to take in. I'm really glad he changed the name, but it got me thinking about other books that have changed their names. And I want you to try and guess. Some of them are quite obvious. Some of them you'll probably have no idea. This is just like the pseudonyms thing. Yeah, it is. Very much so. For some reason, books, they do whatever they want with them. Okay, okay. Lay it on me. So. First one, Catch 11. Catcher in the Rye? Catch 11. Surely Catch 22 is oh. illogical. <laughs> movement from there okay. which i think is definitely a better okay, better right. title um <laughs> all's well that ends well all's well that ends well yeah i'll give you a hint it's not the bible <laughs> <laughs> i've no idea it's actually war and peace by uh, okay tolstoy Trots- yeah i was gonna say trotsky but it's definitely no. Tolstoy. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure trotsky read it but yeah he probably had a he probably had a double um the last one trim trim al chio in west egg <laughs> that's the ridiculous right it's going to turn out to be something amazing but i don't know it's a terrible name yeah what, what's your what's your hunch in west egg um yeah. gut feeling um humpty dumpty no it's the great gatsby which i think is a much oh. better title i don't think leonardo dicaprio would star in it if it was trimmel chio in west egg starring leonardo dicaprio no yeah i guess he wouldn't <laughs> i was trying to think of a bad leo movie but say he starred in that but i i can't, can't think, think of one. one i can't but think only of one oscar That unfortunately takes us to the end of another week in history. Join us back here next week as we take you to a time before you were born.